With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are the Navy Blues. Welcome back to another edition of SEN's unofficial official Carlton Chat. Uh, Paul Sebastiani, Nick Negropontis joined uh, joins us uh, as he always does. Uh, hello, mate. Paul, you seem flat. <laughs> I'm as flat as a prev- before the actual game. So that kind of put us on the back foot already mentally. Yep. Uh, and it was not a great... Have we... And this... I actually raised this post-game. Have, we have not started a game fast at all this season. Uh, round two against Geelong? It wasn't really explosive, though. It no. wasn't really like, whoa, wow. Yeah. It was more of a systematic... Like, yeah. Cut by cut breakdown. Round one against Richmond? I can't remember. Nah, not really. Like, yeah, we started okay. We I remember. Okay. Yeah, round one. Yeah, we led we led at quarter time, 3-1 to 1-4. Yeah, that's not really exploding out of the box, But you're right. Like, since the GWS game in round three where they came out and kicked five goals on us in the first quarter, mm. we have been a slow starting game, slow starting team every week and not enough is getting made of it. Yeah. Uh, is it? Is that based on the way that they play? It's like, that, yeah. oh, we have to, we know we've got to control, 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 yep. control. And there's no expect, like, and I think the way we're playing at the moment, we don't, we can't garner any momentum and we can't, like opposition can't really get it we're so us. We're so desperate to take all momentum and speed out of the yeah. game that we can't score early. I think yeah. that's, that's uh, what I've sort of observed, especially like on the weekend, it just felt like at every possible opportunity, the goal was take the speed out of the game. Let's go wide. Let's look into the corridor and see if there's a kick in there, but the Bulldogs are guarding it too well, so we can't do that. Yeah. So we go long down the line. Bulldogs turn it over at halfback. Their runners get on the move, got the ball inside 50, and that was the story of the first half. It was. Uh, I think I don't understand how, and people think that the game plan went out the window in the third term, which it didn't. They actually followed what they're supposed to be doing. It was just that the mental... The mindset just switched from, okay, we need to go now because we're three, four, five goals down. And in the third quarter, they remember they're allowed to handball the ball well, forward. Well, exactly. Well, and the handball to kick ratio became yep. so much tighter. And that's when we actually looked and that's at our it. best. Our, that's tiki-taka, Nick. That's the way you control the play. This Short, is, this is the game movement. style that we that we needed to be playing this whole time. We've been so – the kick-to-handball ratio has been so broken. Yeah. And it's and we've, we haven't had that overlap run, which is why I liked Cottrell in the team. Yep. Because that's that extra runner. Sam Walsh is now back to his full capacity. And we saw, the, saw it in the second half, that passage of play where it came through the middle, three forward handballs, ended up inside 50 early mm. in the third quarter. Uh, it was chaos. Yep. Saad nearly spilled it. A few other guys nearly spilled it. But I feel like that suits our team better. We I picked, agree. We picked a team of runners. We've picked a team of halfback flankers. We've picked a team of, of, of like speed across halfback and runners on the outside in the midfield. And we've got the two key forwards. Mm. Everything about our game says get the ball moving fast and get the ball moving through the middle and get it inside 50. And don't worry if we turn it over because we've got elite inter- elite one-on-one defenders behind the ball and trust them in. This is how Geelong won the flag last year. Yeah, exactly. Why are we 
why have we decided to copy Geelong but copy them from 2022? Yeah, exactly. Instead of, sorry, 2021 instead of 2022. Mm. It's just this is this is what I don't understand about the Carlton game plan. Is it's it feels like we've copied Geelong's homework but from the wrong year. Yeah, and that's 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 what I don't get. I don't man. think, and I don't look. People say, "I'll oh, just just move the ball fast, move the ball fast." Like the, you've got to pick your moments, right? If sometimes if you move the ball too quickly, you actually hurt yourself. Not yep. not by turnover, by by stuffing up a kick or something, but moving the ball too fast to a point where your forwards aren't set up or your midfield's not set up. As well. But that too is that's incumbent on the people up the field to figure out exactly what's going to happen with the ball movement. So I, I think we look so slow because that first initial kick out of the lines, if that is not taken, yeah. Then you're in two or three options. Then you're at a point where the opposition defence is set up zonally and you have to try to pick your way through. And those players at the, at this point in time are not going to take that kick. Yeah, They're just not going to at the moment. Our game plan worked. The, the game plan, as, as they ideally see it, worked once in the entire game. And I made a note of it. I can't remember when it was exactly, but Charlie Kerner took a mark at halfback, yep. turned, wheeled, kicked down the line. Jack Savani took a contested mark. And then we got the ball inside 50. Yeah, And that feels like the ideal situation with the way Vossi wants to play the game, which mm. is we either take a mark down the line or we spoil it out of bounds and we go to work at the contest. Yep. It's it's low risk, low reward, uh, and it worked, I think, literally once in the yep. entire game. I think that's the that's the bailout option, if that makes sense, if nothing's working. And nothing's right. working. Yeah, at the moment. But I just pure, I do really do think it's an execution and mental thing at the moment like not wanting and not having the capacity to want to take that first inboard or risky kick like that the first passage of play that we had which uh led to western bulldogs first goal the jason johannesson set shot right that passage of play was perfect perfectly set up we executed the switch fast we had our runners and we had an overload out on the left hand side because the bulldogs had entered from the outer wing come from left to right and we shifted the ball out to the open flank and we had all our runners and we had an overload out on that side and then the Blake Acres kick happens. Yeah. That's inexcusable. But yeah, that seems to happen every first quarter with well, us. Well, I don't understand it's why. Just, yeah. How do you I don't know how can you miss a twenty meter kick? Yeah. But not 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 just miss him. He he missed was it Doherty that he missed? Can't remember. I think it was Doherty, yeah. He missed Doherty by a stadium. Yeah. And to me that just screams a bloke who's just not He's just he's getting in his own head because the last couple of weeks he's butchered the ball. Yeah, and I think that was always his knock. But prior to maybe the last two to three weeks, he'd actually be one of our better players. And I mm. say that looking very, very, very <laughs> glass half full. But uh, I and and I think the twenty nine inside fifties for one goal as well was a bit of a fallacy because those four fifty entries were garbage, horrendous. Everything was just end over end. It was either hacked in or handballed in. Just no structure, no. No methodology behind what they were trying to do. And then the set shots occur. Yeah. Shall we go through the set shots? If Patrick, I've, I've got something to say about that. Patrick Hibbs kicked zero goals too. Both shots of goal were on his left foot. Mm-hmm. He should be banned permanently from set shots on his left foot. I know that's hyperbole. And I know one of them was literally like in the left-hand pocket on the run. But if he takes a set shot with his left foot ever again, he should be stripped of the captain's uh, uh, I Mate, I, I had a big say in this after the game, right? And... They're all about setting standards, right? Yep. That's nowhere near the standard. No. As as a captain, right? And I, I don't want to single him. I don't want to single him out. But in this case, I have to. Yep. Right? You're, you're the captain of the team, right? You have to set a standard. And what don't we do right week in, week out? We don't do the basics right for long enough. And that's why we aren't where we should be, right? The best teams do the basics right 
week in, week out. And then you rely on maybe the extraordinary thing to maybe get you over the line in a situation where it's a 50-50 ball or something like As that. As the Bulldogs did in the final five minutes. Correct. Exactly right. Those snaps, brilliant goals, whatever, right? The issue with that, with Patrick Cripps in that moment is you're taking the piss, son. Yeah. You are taking the piss, right? You're paid handsomely to figure it out, to get it right. What? What has gone through his head in that particular moment with the game on the line? Well, I mean, the game's always on the line, right? But the pressure's built up. Make sure of it. Go back and make sure of it. One, he's never done that in his career. Yep. Two, the other issue is is that all you hear about all you hear about coaches saying, oh, yeah, they work on it, they practice it, it's their craft, right? Yeah, he, he's, Nick's grinning at me right now, right? My concern is, is that if that is the case – He's fair income, gone to training, right? Lined up a set shot from that particular angle and something has triggered in his head to suggest, hmm, maybe I'll try a left foot snap from this particular pocket. I've never done it in my career. I've never kicked a goal like that in my career. But now, mm. 10 years into my football season, with a club under enormous amount of pressure, a club that can't do the basics right week in and week out, a club that can't do the basics right for five minutes in a game at the moment, and when they do... It looks like where you know it's it, it's a it's a darn miracle, and he comes out and does that. He may be the worst left foot kick in the he's entire taking team the piss as well. Yep. Nick, he's taking the piss yep. in that moment. Seriously, that honestly, that's embarrassing. Yep. I'm sorry, and then that just that just sets a standard throughout the whole team where that drip feeds to the rest of the blokes, and they're they're looking at him thinking, well, if he's taking the Mickey with a set shot, why should I care? Mm. I'm big on that, mate. Like that, you've got to set a standard as a captain, and that's not it. I'm sorry. And he was poor. I thought I didn't like his game at all. That's two weeks weekend. in a row. For him I didn't like his game at all. Yep. I thought he had no influence. Uh, yeah, I thought Kennedy was far better than he went head to head with Bont and Pally, and I actually thought he, yeah, I thought he, I thought he got the better of Bont. Did Kennedy? No, Bont, um, Bont wasn't a huge influence. No, in the game. but what does Kennedy do every week? He gets the basics right. Yep. Week in, week out. He's a good mark, strong mark, good kick, tackles hard, hits hard. In at the contest. And that's because he knows he has to. Correct. Because he's got selection integrity um, hanging over his head. I, I just, that, that set shot from Patrick Cripps is the epitome of a club. Just a fair income leader's just taken the P1. And I, I know it's a very, very oversimplistic and uh, oversimplistic analysis of the moment. But that's, that's, that's how I see it. A, yep. bloke, a bloke who genuinely couldn't care less. And people will say, oh, no, he cares. He cares. Well, not in that moment. Yeah, I think... I think there's a few guys in this Carlton team who need a reality check in terms of what they can do versus what they think they can do. Mm. And I think Patrick Cripps has always been a player who always seems to bite off a bit more than he can chew, especially when he's sort of running ahead of the ball. Yep. But yeah, that left foot snap. And then obviously you've got the Motlop one, the <laughs> Harry one. It's just... But you know Jesse Motlop? Yeah. His drop punch set shot is beautiful. Beautiful. Why would he do that? <laughs> Why? He kicked a goal. He kicked two snags from 50 metres out against North Melbourne. Yep. Tight angles. Why not? You're 20 out. It's the easier shot. Yep. Go for the easier kick. I don't get it. And even I Harry. I like, get it. He, yeah, we know he snaps when he's on that side of the ground, but he was basically directly in front on his left foot. I'm I'm sorry. Yep. When and, and I think we said this. When you, If you are hemmed away on the boundary, go for it. Snap the ball. I don't care, right? If if you think that's going to benefit you, fair enough. If you're five meters within, if you are if you are from five meters into the field, and the rest drop on it. I'm sorry, it's got to be like this is it's getting ridiculous now. Mm. It's just getting to a point where it's and he doesn't even know. 
He has no you, idea. Did you hear? I don't know if you heard through the effects mic or if you were at the ground, but the moment he sized up to snap from thirty out, you heard the crowd. Oh, <laughs> that just and that'd wear off on him. Yeah, it wear off on him. But I actually putting all of that aside, I really liked what we did in the second half. We came. We obviously yeah. were coming from too far back, and in but the were end, we? I mean, it was a low-scoring game, and we yeah. did take the lead twice. But in the final five minutes, the Bulldogs were better. Fair enough, in a 50-50 game, they got the chocolates because mm. Arthur Jones and Bailey Smith kicked incredible goals, and Libba went to work in the center bounce and was better. Yep. There is no shame in losing to a team that is just as good as you in a 50-50 situation in the final two minutes. Yep. But that is only looking at the second half. Mm. If if those goals, if we kick those goals in the first half, we probably win this game pretty comfortably. Yeah. The problem was... We didn't take our chances in the first half, and they left way too much to do in the second half when they finally started playing with some freedom. And you went, you know, when they played with freedom, when we were thirty points down. Yeah, it's almost like I don't get it. It's almost like they need to go into the game with the mindset that they're thirty points down, oh, because man. then they start playing freely and they start taking the game on. Final quarter against Brisbane. Yeah, game's over. Okay, now we can we can relax and 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 this doesn't go really for matter. It. Yeah, yeah. We, we almost need them to go in with that mindset. I don't get it. I genuinely don't. Uh, get this it. first quarter against Collingwood is going to be everything. This is, and and look, I'm, we can harp over this Bulldogs game. Look, for, for me, there are two major issues with the whole thing at the moment, right? One, there's a whole mixed messaging coming out of the club. I don't know what the hell's going on there, right? The media yep. and comms have had a disaster the last week, right? The other thing that I am concerned about is, it, for me, it's purely two things, execution and mindset. Two things, right? If you don't have the mindset, you can't execute. If you don't execute, you don't have the mindset. It's They're, they're byproducts of each other, right? So... My problem at the moment, and the biggest culprit of it at the minute, is Jacob Wiedering. Oh, golly. He was yep. terrible on the weekend. Caught under the ball. Yep. Disposal was poor. He, what, I don't know why he never wants to take that inboard or risky kick. Not risky kick, but that kick that can open up because the Because he can't kick the footy anymore. He, he's just got, I'm telling you, it's all, it's all upstairs. Yep. It is all upstairs. He's a beautiful kick. Mm. He, he's just gone. He's gone to this water. This Every year of Jacob Wiedering's career, I've tr- I've felt comfortable with the ball in his hands. Oh, 100%. Now it feels like Liam Jones. Oh. It feels like Liam Jones. Like he's going to put this ball somewhere and turn it over. Too safe and too slow. Yeah, is his problem at the moment. And now, which which has been a li- little bit of an issue with him, he's getting caught. Can under we talk the ball. about him coming up to Aaron Norton, leaving Jamara on his own inside fifty? Yeah, look, look. I mean, you got to roll up and try to delay. But, but do you? Yeah. Because you've yeah. left your man in the goal square by himself yeah. to kick a certain goal. Yeah. If you just stay with him and make Aaron Nord make a decision from 50 metres out with Carlton players coming towards him anyway, yeah, like surely that's the right decision. Well, I mean, they're at sixes and sevens in that stage, aren't they? They're getting <sighs> out the back. Like, yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah again, like that, that passage of play and the, those passages of play that led up to the last, what, four goals for the Bulldogs? Yeah. Not good enough. No. Simply not good enough. But, and what about the other moment as well where, was it when Bailey Smith kicked the goal? Mm. Um the Bulldogs outnumbered us at that stoppage. Cody Waitman got sent up and yep. Newman stood back. Like that, and that that tactically completely got it wrong there. Yep. The Bulldogs went into that contest wanting to win the game. We've got a spare down back. We're behind. Yep. We're, we're behind by three points. Newman doesn't go up to the contest. Waitman gets to the contest, has an impact on it. Yep. Smith gets forward. Newman is nowhere to be seen. If you're going to stay behind the ball, at least be up on the 50 for the quick kick out. Like, like, tactically, completely got that. I don't know how they did not see that and say, well, we need to win this game. We're we're three points down or a score down. We need to score. We need to get the ball moving forward. We need to even up the numbers at the contest because they've got a number there. They've got, And if they get the clearance, it's harder to move the ball from down back all the way to forward than it is from the stoppage all the way there. Especially for us. 
But I just so that that was tactically that moment there was a disaster for mine, absolute disaster. And now we're playing a team that is completely set in their game style, probably getting Darcy Cameron back. Yep, they're firing in all all cylinders on all aspects of the game. Part of me thinks if we play like we did like. in the second half, we can we can match them. Mm. Un- the unfortunate truth is, at the end of the day, they are a top four team, yep. and we are a yep. team in the bottom bottom half of the eight. And that gap will become apparent, especially as the game unfolds. There goes my alarm. Go on. <laughs> um, I, I just feel like there's this part of me thinks we can win this game, and I I don't know why. <laughs> I'm not basing that on any logic. Hope. I'm not basing that on any. Hope. I'm not. I, I'm. I am a pessimist. Yeah. In general, you but are a bit, aren't you? I am. But this Collingwood game, it feels like everything, because if we don't win this game, yep, we are probably two games out of the eight. With that's with Sydney away into Melbourne, into Essendon, and into Gold Coast, into the bye, cooked. and we are we are pretty cooked. I I will say. I'll oh, go on. And at, and at the same time, this game it's not it won't mean as much to Collingwood simply because of their ladder position and because of how well they are going. And if we come out with the mindset that we came out with against Geelong in round two on the big stage, where we tend to actually live up, we tend to play better on the big stage. I I think we can win it, but my my concern is that they're just simply, just simply better than us. Yeah, that, that's a fair argument, just based on where the ladder positions are oh, at yeah. the moment and the way they're playing. My my concern is is this this is my concern, right? So everybody, everybody says this. Oh, it's the biggest game, you know. Jesus, this is this is the biggest game for the club. For, for mine, for this group, and for this administration, and for this. For the leaders at this club, this is the biggest game of their careers to date. Oh, yeah. I'll explain why. Go for it. Last year, right, we were eight and two and flying. Mm -hmm. We get beaten by Collingwood by a narrow margin. And it's the beginning of our demise into the second half of the season. Jacob Wiedering goes down. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You can deal with it. You're eight and three. We get to the last game of the season. It's the same opponent. We're in front by however many goals we were, five goals, yep. they give or take it three-quarter time after kicking 51 points in the in the third term and flying. We lose that game by a point and our season is ended by our arch rival, by this beast that we face again. They are facing the same beast that killed them last year, right? They have the mental scars and they are playing with the mental scars of what happened last season. Under pressure, they wilted when the when the when the heat came on in the kitchen last season. Couldn't deal with it. Now the, the the same pressure that they felt in the last month of the season is beginning earlier this season. Yep. And it is getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Now you face the team, the dragon, that you couldn't slay in that final round last season, who beat you by a point, by the narrowest of margins, to basically end your season. This is it. Yep. If they cannot get over this hurdle here, they are done as a group. I'm telling you now. Mentally, you're done. Because uh, as a man, as a, you can only take so many hits, Pont. Yep. You can only take so many hits until you say, geez, that's enough. Like, not There's no way known all 44 of that group or whatever it may be is going to take that many hits. And there's going to be one, two, three, four of them that just, pfft, I'm done with the it The difference all. to me, last season... You could tell we were cooked. We threw every we threw the kitchen sink at Melbourne, 
it fell apart right at the very end. We threw the kitchen sink at Collingwood, it fell apart right at the very end. But the boys were cooked. People, players were playing through injury. Weedering was cooked. Pitney was cooked. Walsh was cooked. Yep. We are full strength right now. Which makes it worse. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, what, what do we think? We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about changes. Like, I think Jordan Boyd comes in for Chincotta. Yep. And I think Hollands gets a rest, and maybe mm-hmm. they play Ed Kerno, or maybe they play... I don't want to um, hear his name again. Maybe Sorry. They, maybe they play Bins, give him a go. We're banned from mentioning him. We are banned from mentioning him on this show. Fine by me. Officially. Um, the Carlton Football Club has no excuses. Yep. Jack Martin might come in. Maybe he's the one who comes in off a uh, performance with the reserves uh, last week in that uh, scratch match. Yep. If Martin and, uh, who did I say, Boyd come into the team, mm-hmm. we are full strength. This is basically the best 22 Carlton can put on paper. Aside from maybe Williams. Aside from maybe Zach Williams or Caleb Marchman. Yep. But again, like this is as good a team on paper as Carlton can put out there. And Collingwood is missing key players. Yep. In the same way that the Bulldogs were missing Trelaw, Yep. In the same way that Brisbane were missing Rich and Zorko. Mm-hmm. And they just got on with it in one footy games. Yep. You know, Collingwood missing six or seven of their key players against Adelaide. Doesn't in matter. Adelaide. Doesn't matter. They still yep. win. Yep. This is what Carlton needs to get to. There are no excuses in this game. Nope. Full strength, everyone available. Well, go out there and go go out there and show what our best possible footy looks like because that is what should happen when your team is at yeah. full strength. As I said, th- this is what makes the situation worse. Last year, th- there were moments in that game against Collingwood when it all was said and done where you could say, you could excuse it. Exactly. You could say, as you said, the, they're cooked. They're on the back end of a tough season. No Walsh, no Kennedy, no Hewitt. Yeah. Mackay had in-season surgery. Weedering had in-season surgery, blah, 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 blah. Right, okay, Williams is coming back off a calf, whatever. Now, there's no excuse. No, no. So it's even worse for the players. Correct. Mentally, because yep. they look back at this game if they lose it and say, oh, God, jeez. We were, that, that's our full strength. We were, I'll say it, we were a better team than Collingwood last year. They oh, beat us. But, but they, based on, yes, of course, based on the extremities that we had to go through, I, I will agree with that to a certain point. They yes. made a prelim. Yes. They beat us twice. Yes. I don't care. The Car- yeah. Carlton were better than Collingwood last year. They beat us twice with their downhill skiing stuff. They beat us once. Well, they beat us once because of their downhill skiing stuff in the fourth quarter where they ramped the pressure up to a million and teams can't deal with it for 30 minutes. Yep. They beat us once because Weedering went down during the game. Yep. And that, that was the story of the season. Mm. Uh, this year, they are so much better than us. Correct. And they have done it without ample key players across ample positions and shown that their system holds up no matter who is playing, no matter if yep. it's Billy Frampton in the ruck or Ash Johnson or whatever. This is it. You know, mm. like this is the litmus test for Michael Voss. This is a litmus test for the people who hired Michael Voss. When Craig McRae was still available at the time, yes, he was down the path with the Collingwood job. Yep. Collingwood chose to go down the path with him. We chose to go down the path with Voss. That is how it played out. This is a litmus test for the entire club because, as we've said, the latter's position starts to look a bit bit uh, shaky, shaky. Oh yes. If we lose this game, especially with Melbourne and Sydney away to come, mm-hmm. even if Sydney are a bit cooked, but we'll deal with that next week. Yeah, to me, this is this is a really big game, and I just hope that it's the biggest for this group. I'm telling you. Yeah, I still Huge. think round twenty three last year was the biggest for this group, in terms of what was literally at stake. Yeah, but this feels like it's it's if that was. A hundred out of a hundred. This is like a ninety-seven out of a hundred. Yeah, I'm I'm the opposite. I, I think this game's bigger just because of the setup now. Because it's 
the case in point of, well, we have no injuries. We yep. are, we're under pressure again. We need the result. Our opposition, our rival has gone well clear of us. Yep. We were probably even keel and the results said that last season, I think. Yep. Just a few things didn't go our way. And that's why I was bullish on this season. If we could get the SNC part right and keep our list healthy, I thought, okay, yeah, that that that's that's probably the reason we sort of dropped off towards the back end. And I could understand that because you do need a fit list, right? And look what's happening with Sydney. Yeah. Completely dropped off. But clearly it's more than that. Clearly it is more than that. I think if they are to win this game, which I don't think we will, um, if they do somehow, I don't I don't know how they I don't know how they do it. Right? Yeah. If they do, this will be the turning point of the season for them. Because yep. this will be the little light bulb moment and the bit of belief that they get to suggest, oh, okay, well, we can beat a, we can beat the team that ruined us last season and we can beat the team this season, Collingwood, that are flying at the moment. Yep. If we can do that with our backs against the wall, well, you set up the year. But I, I, I can't see it just based on what I've seen in the last fortnight. I think we can win this game. We've actually flipped. We've flipped in terms of who is optimistic and who is pessimistic. What's going on here? They must have put something, a protein (laughs) shake or something. I know what you're saying. I know logically we are rank outsiders and we should be like $3.60 with the bookmakers. We are, I think. We're uh, $3.10. And rightly so. Just just something tells me that if we get our ducks in a row and if the second (laughs) half of last week is the takeaway... And if I was Vossi, all I would be doing this week is talking about the positives. Yep. Because I think this group struggles with reinforcement. Yep. And I think they need to be patted on the back and saying, you know, guys, we won the second half. After halftime, we were significantly better than them, minus the final two minutes. If we come out firing with that level against Collingwood in the first quarter, Mm. we can beat them. The problem is, yeah, at the end of the day, when it came crunch time at the start of the game and at the end of the game. Yeah. Rubbish. We, rubbish. We disappeared. So I... Which makes me worry that Collingwood are going to kick 12 goals in yeah, the last exactly. quarter. exactly. Mentally, mentally, I think we are... That, that's the problem for mine. It's just if, if Collingwood... And they will because they've done it all year. The pressure rating from start to finish is the highest it's going to be. It's the highest that Carlton are going to come up against. Yep. And you know what happens when they are put under pressure, these blue boys? Yeah. just will. If I was them, I would hold interchange up the sleeve for the last quarter because Collingwood yeah. they don't do it all game they ramp it up in the last 25 minutes mm. and it's like yeah, the, the way that they've been coached to do it and the way they've trained over the off season is that we only need to put this level of pressure on for 25 minutes in the fourth quarter mm. and that is the, what they target so if you keep your boys fresh you have a runner on the bench who comes on late I think yeah, you've got you've got to try something because yeah, we've yeah. seen we've seen it three times already this season. We saw it ten times last season. Yeah. Where Collingwood, they didn't just do it to us; they, they've done it to a lot of teams. So if they're not preparing for it, if they think it's just some kind of fluky thing that Collingwood tends to do, mm. they're going to get beaten by it again. Mm. Mm. I think for mine, the the biggest thing out of this game is if they can, if Carlton is ahead at three quarter time by a similar margin to what they were last season. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. But if they were, and if Collingwood were to get the run on, yeah, and if Carlton were to hold on from <laughs> that run, that's the turning point for mine. Like that, that's the scenario I'm trying to... Which we actually did in the preseason, if you remember. Correct. <laughs> preseason, though. I know, but still. It's funny how the, the preseason ball movement that I saw in that game has just gone away. I don't... Because there's no pressure. That's why. Yeah. As soon as the pressure comes on, Look what happens with all the set shots, with the ball movement, with the way that they try to take those kicks. So 
Look, as I said, for mine, it's the biggest game for this group, uh, just given the scenario that they face themselves with. And if they win, it's a turning point, I believe, truly. If they lose, I think, uh, as, as a group, I think they're done, really. That, that's how I'm looking at it. And I didn't want to look at it that way, but yep. I just look at the scenario that they're coming up against this weekend and that that's how I see it. So I don't quite think they're done because I still think we'll be in this exact situation for the Melbourne game okay. in terms of beat Sydney, yep. beat Gold Coast, beat Essendon. And then if you win that Melbourne game, then you suddenly you put four in a row together going into the bye. Well, what do we, no, we play Melbourne after Sydney. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. If you win that, if you win that oh, Melbourne okay. game, yes, 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 having yes, won the Sydney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Essendon right, and the Gold right, Coast right. games, yep. Yep. then suddenly you're back in a really good position, even though you failed a few tests. Yeah. And that's all that matters. You've just got to get to 13 wins. Yeah. doesn't matter how you get there. Mm. You've just got to get there. Mm. But this feels like this feels like one where all the chips have to be on the line. Yeah. Well, we do have the weapons to beat them. We, we do. We know that, but we just don't have the capacity to do it for longer enough. That's the problem. So they, these two game styles are the antichrist of each other. Collingwood is chaotic when they have to go, and it's just mayhem, whereas we try to control. Yeah. The question is, do we play... As, like, because when we played Richmond in round one, yep, we played keepings off. Stifle. We, we didn't want them to touch the footy. Yeah. And we wanted this ball to stay out of chaos. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work. Like, we drew the game. Well, it nearly worked. We drew the game, <laughs> but they were the better it team. It half worked. They were the better team and should have won the game. In I, general play, yeah. 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 So I don't think that will work against Collingwood, who are Richmond, but better. So, yeah, I feel like, I feel like they have to almost try and match the chaos. I'm hoping that nah, you can't. You can't. That, that's the thing. You, you can't. You can't beat them at their own game. It's not necessarily beating them at their own game. I just think we can't beat them with our game. That's my concern. Um, I'm hoping that yeah. it that it rains on Sunday. I'm hoping that what's, the, what's what is the weather? It's going to be it's going to be wet, but I I hope it is wet enough that the game has to be played in a contested and congested style. Yeah. Because I don't want it to see us. Winning the contested ball, the uncontested ball by sixty, and losing the contested ball by thirty, because mm. that is my fear. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, my concern is is that if it's wet, the game plan that we have probably doesn't suit that type of. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm you hoping know what for. I mean? I'm yeah, hoping yeah. that they're forced to not go with what yeah, they've okay. been going go with. Go direct. Yeah. Which you have to. So go direct. Okay. Take take territory. We are the yeah. worst team in the comp at taking at, at taking territory from stoppage. Yeah. It, it's it's just, yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> find out on Sunday. We are out of answers. We'll find out on and Sunday. And we need, well, sorry, we're out of questions and we need answers on Sunday. Yeah, no, we've got too many questions that yep. we don't have answers but we, to. That's we, the problem. We have we have gone through them all and I think now it just comes down to well, it's, can they can they do it? That That's that's the big question too and that's why everybody's gone. But look, did you hear our talkback today through the shows? Yeah. Oh, it's madness. Yep. We're recording this on a Monday at three at four o'clock. Talkback was insane. Yeah. Crazy. And I don't blame people. No. People are going berserk. They're sick of it. So I think we're starting to become ill too. <laughs> just quietly. You can probably hear it in our voices. But uh we didn't do any audience questions, because uh, the turnaround was probably a bit too quick. But yep. um give us your feedback. I'm not gonna be on deck until the Melbourne game. So that's when we're going to reconvene and a lot is going to happen from now till then. We're gonna be playing Collingwood. On Sunday, we're going to be playing Sydney on Friday night, and then we're going to be playing Melbourne. Yeah. So we'll reconvene before or after the Melbourne game. And either we're going to get through this stretch to the bye and be in a really good position, or we're going to be in a really bad position, and there will be no in-between. No, there will be no in-between. So, uh, again, thanks for listening, ladies and gents. Uh, Give us your feedback, as always. Please do. 
Uh, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Hopefully it's hopefully it's a win on Sunday. What are your predictions? <laughs> well, I'm tipping Collingwood because I'm not I'm not an idiot. Yeah. But <laughs> I do think we can win. <laughs> uh, I see Collingwood by 12 points. I, I see Carlton. Which, which absolutely kills me. I see Carlton leading at three-quarter time. Oh, and I see chaos from there. Okay. I can, don't know, I don't know what happens. Can we come out of the blocks? That's a, I feel so. I feel and 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 just I feel that this group and and Vossi kind of alluded to it that they need valid I think they need validation on the scoreboard early. Yeah. And I don't think the way we play plays into that mindset. No. So I actually prefer us to come out the blocks going bonkers and then hold on late. That yep. that that's what I think this group needs. Yeah. Seriously, that that's how I think they need to win games of football. I could be completely wrong, but that that's that's the sample size I saw last season when we were playing at our best. Yep. So how they try to replicate that and do it over four quarters, I have absolutely no idea. Uh, but that's why other people have paid six figures to try and figure all that that try to figure all that out. So yep. we'll see what happens on Sunday, Pond. Uh, we'll see what happens again. Thanks for listening. Uh, give us your feedback. This will be up on the overnight crowd uh, audio logs on megaphone, so you can check that out. Sen.com.au is where you can check it all out. And Pond, uh, check your Twitter handles out. Yep, that's we'll be posting. We, you. we post the uh, links on our Twitter. That's Indeed. the easiest place to find it. And yeah, that's it. Go Blues. Go Blues.